Hey all you cool cats and kittens. This is Cheery Conversations at Home Edition and nothing about this episode will be normal. Nothing. But hey, none of us are living in the norm right now. So that's why we're coming to you at home. This is gonna be so fun. It's gonna, we say Cheery Conversations juicy topics. It doesn't always get juicy. This is gonna be juicy <laughs> and wild and crazy. We're not gonna talk about the Tiger King, <laughs> but. Well, well, I mean, we may get there. We make it there, but we are gonna talk about the elephant in the room. Everyone's living in a new norm. There's so much that is different in our lives and we wanted to still bring you something cheery. So we're gonna try to talk about all the positives that are coming out of the new norm. So as always, I'm here with author, speaker, and pastor, virtually, I'm here with, with Sunny Hennessy. And so we're just gonna talk through some of the things that we're, we've been going through. If you're watching with us right now, we would love it if you would share some of your comments yes. as we're talking through these questions. We wanna see what your life has been like in this new norm as well. And so a lot of us are spending a lot more time with our families. Um, we're we're quarantined in our homes. Uh, we have kids at home doing school. A lot of us are working from home. So we are in our homes pretty much nonstop. So one of the questions uh, that I wanna ask you, Sunny, is what is something that you're doing now that you haven't done before with your family? Spending more time, but here's the difference because I think we'd all would all say, yeah, I'm spending more time, but I think I don't feel rushed to get through Scrabble. I don't feel rushed to get off of the end of Aubrey's bed as she's chatting. I always had something I needed to get to, whether that was get back to work, get the dishes done because I got to get everything ready for tomorrow, that now I don't feel rushed. And there's a different piece and I know my kids are sensing it. I know that even when I would try to be intentional, they had to know. And I kept my foot from shaking and my knee from, you know, you know, doing this like, oh, you know, I'm listening, Aubrey. I, I know I kept that at bay, but I still think that they knew. Uh, so I think I'm thankful for that. Casey, we have to do this. We have to do this. We have to do all the things that we're thankful for because there's some things to be thankful for about the uh, stay at home order. So why don't you go first about your favorite store? <laughs> Come on, you know what I'm talking about, do it. Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, well, thank you Costco for your plastic shields like on the entire checkout and for your orderly lines. I feel way more safe in Costco than I think I feel at my own. Thank you, Netflix, for Tiger King. Just when I thought my life was crazy, I mean, it is. In fact, my kids were dressed as Carol and, what's his name? Tiger King, Tiger King Tiger. What is his real name? Someone put it in the Gosh. comments. What's his real yeah, name? Yeah, let us know. But He's got like a couple different last names. Yeah, yeah. I, the, basically, I thought my life was crazy and then I got exposed to him. So thank you, Netflix. Thank you, Wisconsin, for giving us more sunshine than snow. Although we did have a little bit of snow, but it melted right yes. away. So thank yes. you for that. Thank you, TikTok, for providing hours of entertainment for free. And us old people are now being exposed to it. I also did a TikTok with Aubrey the first week. We spent over an hour working on the routine. I got it so good. I mean, we recorded it 30 times, but on the 30th try, I had the routine down and she never posted it. 
And the reason is she said that it's over now. Like the trend is over for that particular song and dance, which stinks because I did a lot of work on that. But anyway, thank uh, you. TikTok. That's legit though. That's legit I was that you're in TikTok. Proud. And I know mm-hmm. I threw it back and maybe that's inappropriate, but it seems like in this stay at home order and life that there's a little more grace on some things like moms and dads uh, doing TikTok dances. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna talk about another okay. one of one of your favorites. maybe not your favorites. <laughs> Thank you, Walmart, for the essential box hair dye <laughs> because some people think salons are not essential. They are very they are wrong. So essential. Salons are super essential, and I had to, I had to. Re- revert to box hair dye. You did really Although, good. I think it did okay. I think it I did okay. I have to say, when you Marco Poloed me and said, tonight I'm doing, I got hair dye, I'm going to do my roots, and you're a blonde. <laughs> I for sure, like, I'm like, do I be that person that like warns you of all of the things that could happen? Like you could have <laughs> Tiger King leopard hairline. Like I was a little nervous. So when you came back the next day, you didn't come back for a while to show me. And I thought, oh, it's, I did it's it. a bad deal. She's so ashamed. And you came back and you did great. I don't know what you did, but if you're a blonde, Casey might be the person you need to reach out to to know what to use from Walmart and how to do it. Cause she does not have a weird halo effect or white roots. I have to say, it looks like I'm wearing dry shampoo at all times. You know how dry shampoo is like white? Because it's the gray and the ash color. My... My stylist has never been more coveted and needed than right now in my life. This has this it's has so been true. brutal. And I just I I will screw it up. So we're just gonna go with gray for a little longer. Okay. Oh wait, well hold on. You said ash. I have to share this, maybe because I'm not the only one. It was a few years ago and my hairstylist, who I love, she's amazing. Mandy, you might be watching. You're awesome and I miss you. Um, <laughs> We're like, but, Jenna, I love you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoever's your hairdresser. Uh, but she uh, was doing my hair and she said, um, wow, you have really a lot of gray. And I was like, it is ash blonde, okay? It is not gray. <laughs> you just called me out. You're Denial. like, Sunny, you said gray and ash because you're trying to make it sound like you have three grays and the rest is ash. I could I think of Denial. a different word for ash when I think about my roots right now. I look like ash. Okay, thank you, frontline and essential workers. This is for, for real, for keeping us safe, for keeping us healthy, for delivering our food, stocking our shelves, putting yourself in harm's way for our benefit. Thank you. I think, uh, yes, that's medical workers for sure, but think of all of the additional people that just, they're working harder and longer hours. So as we talk and as we're complaining about our ash roots and we're complaining (laughs) about, oh my gosh, I just wish there was more Tiger Kings coming out because those are, you know, our problems. Uh, do know that we're not wanting to be insensitive to how life has picked up for a lot of people and has gotten even more difficult and scary. So thank you. We truly love you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And I love, I think one of the positives that uh, I see through all this is how people are being kind uh, to one another. Like I don't think we've ever seen before, even just walking in our neighborhood, you know, kids and families writing things in their driveways or putting things in their windows. 
I think it's just really cool that people are deciding to be positive and loving and kind through this. And I hope that's something that sticks, that that's just a new cultural norm yes. that we end up living in. You know, in. I agree. I think that, and maybe it's just, I don't have certain friends on Facebook that are negative and nasty, but I've seen that pressure made everybody I'm seeing on Facebook more uh, kind and warm and and people try to find or they look for the positive in things. And that's been encouraging. You know, when people would say, oh, our, you know, our world's going to hell in a handbasket, whatever that means, like a picnic basket, <laughs> what do you mean? But whatever that means, like, oh, our world, it's just falling apart. And let's be real. I mean, I'm right now doing a revelation study in the end times. And I told Sean last night when I was working on it all day, I said, you know what? I was trying to use revelation as a study to prove the end times being right now wrong. Kind of like the book, The Case for Christ, which the lawyer was trying to prove there was no Jesus. And in his research, he discovered there really was historically, scientifically proven a Jesus. And now he believes and he accepted Jesus. And so I've been doing Revelation going, you know what, let's not be crazy right now. Let's not just let all these crazy cult leaders say this is the end times, stock up. It's gonna be the apocalypse, it's happening. I'm gonna prove that wrong. And I have to say, I, I definitely am not coming up with a date it's going to happen, but there's more things lining up all at once right now. So, so yes, the world, you know, the chaos and all of that is evident, but when we, when we really look at it, so many people, whether they claim Jesus or not, because they're made in the image of God, they're responding in really great ways. Even people who wouldn't say I'm a Jesus person, I see the innate nature in them, not being ugly, but being kind and helpful. And that just shows even more proof that God created us and He's made good in all of us. So I've been very encouraged so by good. that. Me too, I love it. I love it so much. Um, you said, when you said the word stock up. Yeah. <laughs> so it made me think of a question. Mm -hmm. Um, is there anything that, hey guys, and if you're watching right now too, please comment, anything that maybe you're embarrassed about through this COVID situation? I only thought of it when you said stock up because I do maybe have like four huge bags of rice, which I, um, I hope I can get okay, through all of it. I promised myself I wouldn't bash Walmart. Why did you ask the question? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other night I made, I went out in the garage and Sean also bought two large bags of rice. Because you know, what? <laughs> like you told me you had like four 25 pound bags of rice. And I thought, do you ever eat that much rice? Why of all the things that are non-perishable did you get rice? I guess maybe you're thinking that in 10 years, you can still be eating that rice. Still use it, yeah. So I go out to the garage because I'm like, oh, I'm making this like chicken, orange chicken thing for the kids and chicken right now is like, like I, I was hard to even make it, but I was making it for the kids. I was like, I need rice with this. So I thought, I think Sean bought rice. For sure he bought rice. He like is stocked for the apocalypse, no doubt. <laughs> so I go out there and I get one of the bags of rice and I notice it says great value brand. Okay. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I've been bougie about Fresh Time or Trader Joe's or Whole Foods for a long time. Even when Sean was like, really whole paycheck? 
not Whole Foods. Why are you spending all our money? He just knows that <laughs> if I'm in Milwaukee or Madison, we're going to go there. That's what I prefer. So the rice has been jasmine, basmati rice. Like it's been awesome. So that's what the kids have been eating, what we've had when I've made rice. So I got great value rice. I put it in the pan. I made it exactly because I'm like, I, I don't want to screw rice up. Made it exactly how it's supposed to be. The kids made fun of my rice for the next two weeks. And I made it right. They're like, mommy, you're the worst rice maker ever. And so finally, when I was sick of being made fun of about my rice, they're like, it had no flavor. It was mushy. It was weird. They're used to a nice firm jasmine rice. So um, something to make fun of. So finally, after two weeks of just kind of like making fun of my cooking and my rice, I said, you know what? That's what happens when you use great value brand rice. Okay. So, so brand, brand name matters. Brand name brand matters. Name on your matters. So yeah, we're, we're stocked up. We're stocked up. Uh, rice, though, in an Instapot, I mean, someone give me a thumbs up or smiley face. Instapot rice, you can't screw it up. Six minutes. Boom. Done. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. But I don't know. I don't know, you know, if Great Value or name brand would change that. Well, Great Value didn't have, uh, on the back, it didn't even say you should use the Instapot. <laughs> okay, I'm done talking about that. No I'm, directions. I'm, no directions. Um, okay, so. <laughs> okay. So what is something uh, new that you have discovered or that either that you're doing for yourself or maybe as a family? What is something new that you're doing that you wouldn't have oh. probably done unless you were like stuck in your home? Well, we already did a podcast and a video Zoom of the four of us. Uh, it's called, I think it's called At Home with the Hennessy's. I should know that, but it's unfiltered, uncut. Actually, the kids are dressed as Carol and Tiger King. <laughs> And I mean, when they came out dressed that way, because I said, guys, we're going to do a, a Zoom, like a video, like we're going to do this and then it's going to turn into a podcast. We have the time. We're going to do it during this time. I, I figured they'd be like, "Ugh, do we have to put real clothes on? They didn't say much. And then about two hours later, right before we're going to film, I'm sitting on the porch and they come out and I couldn't recognize them. And I was like, that's for sure Aubrey with like flowers, a wreath around her head. But like Isaiah, he was wearing my my jeans, my my stretchy <laughs> jeans. Yeah, he was wearing my jeans that were you know tight at the ankle, and um, had a, a mullet, a blonde mullet. I mean, it's amazing. Mm. So anyway, that would be something that we've not done. We've not been in character and <laughs> then got on a Zoom call in our same house. The other, and then in that we talked about how that Saturday it was really nice out. And so we went, it was normal, I think, to have Isaiah play, say, do you guys want to go play football? You want to go play catch? Like, that's pretty normal. And usually we'll say no. Or do you want to go play pickup basketball? No. And so maybe his dad will finally break down and go. So instead, we walked to the park, we played football, and Sean and I won. And they made fun of us until I made a touchdown. And then um, we moved on to Ultimate Frisbee and Sean and Aubrey were good. And honestly, I just kept following them down the field. Isaiah's screaming, defend them. I'm like, Isaiah, they're so good. Look at like two steps throw. Two st I'm like commentating on how great. I'm like, I think maybe Aubrey's found her sport. Like we've been waiting to find your sport, maybe it's Frisbee. ultimate Frisbee. Like, can we get her ultimate. on that team? Um, so I was just standing back like a proud mom and Isaiah was trying to defend both of them. So that's something we've never even so comprehended fun. or mentioned doing as a family. And, and my heart so was fun. full and I thought if it took a pandemic for our kids now, they'll drive by with their children someday, that park, 
Because I, I have childhood memories where it was, we did one thing one time, but it was major to me as a kid. And I told Sean as we were walking back, I'm like, tell me our kids won't drive by that park. And instead of just driving by it now, they'll say, we used to play football over there. Maybe we'll never play it mm -hmm. again. But that's huge and I, and I love that. What about you? What have you guys I, I done that, that you haven't, you've never done before? Um, well, we, um, I kind of going back to like, like your first comment about, I feel like we always spend time mm -hmm. together, but always having something next on the agenda yeah. kind of makes it not feel as intentional. Um, so just having that time, we like every night play some game together uh, or until it got kind of cold these last couple of days, every day we'd go out, take a walk together or ride our bikes together. Um, let the kids kind of show us their bike trail. They go out together without us. But just the four of us being together, because sometimes it's usually the kids are together or it's me and Clea or BJ and Kave or you know vice versa. Just the four of us being together, doing the same thing is definitely, we're doing that more than we ever have. And I love it. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things that we're establishing that will hopefully continue to keep happening. Uh, but when you were talking about the ultimate Frisbee and Isaiah like being competitive, I was gonna ask you who is the most competitive in your house? Oh, this has been revealing. I for sure thought <laughs> I was the most competitive and there's a lot of things. I'm just so happy that my children are like laughing together and having fun that I like sit back and I feel really old sometimes. I'm like, oh, look at them. <laughs> when really I thought I'd like be tearing their throat out to win a game, you know. Um, and then <laughs> Sean is pretty, mm, I thought he'd be more competitive. It's Isaiah, like a hundred percent. And then Sean's response to his competitiveness is good. He needs to be an animal, like on everything, but like on Scrabble, he's like, good, look, it's good. And I'm like, are you afraid at home he's losing his mojo? So you want him to be like, so Isaiah actually had to tell us a couple days after, he might've said it on the podcast too. He said, uh, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing when I stomped downstairs after Yahtzee. Like, yeah, he did. He's never, his personality is not to like slam things, slam door, never has been. Um, even to just like put himself out there as a jerk. He's more of a subtle jerk when he's a jerk. He's never just an outright. And he was so mad after Yahtzee um, that he, oh he slammed and went downstairs, but he did apologize. Uh, so yeah, Isaiah. Although Isaiah has been working out at night, most of the time he starts at 11 p.m. and he goes for at least two hours and wow. his bench has been cranking up. So he's pretty excited about that. I would That's say awesome. he's pretty jacked about that, to be honest. And then once in wow. a while, Sean will get a text, hey, I need you to spot me because he's trying to max, which he's maxed. He's upped his his original max. And so when Sean goes down there, it's like on and you can hear the music crank up. And so oh. that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> okay, so we, go ahead. Our house is split competitively. There's four of us and two of us could care less if we win. Let me and guess who that two. is. Okay. You, because then the other two you and are Kave super could care less. Is that correct? It's true. Oh, it thought. is true. Okay. We could care less if we win, which then makes the other two even, even more competitive oh, yeah. because they can't believe we don't. We're not taking it seriously. Right. So we, um, our games, have usually end up in some sort of a fight, <laughs> which I was making me so yeah. mad because I'm like, we're trying to be a family. So I end up getting a game, ironically, in Christmas time called Pandemic. 
because no it's way. a cooperative, it's a cooperative game. And I thought, well, if we're all shooting for the same goal, we'll work together. It was worse. Really? It was way worse. Because no one wants to listen to anyone else as far as what the next move should be. And, and it's called it's Pandemic. How weird is that? It is, but it is actually a really fun game. I want to get that. Uh, so if anyone's watching and has other game ideas, yes. put them in the comments. Uno never ends up in a fight. So that is, has been our, our go-to game the last You know what, let's talk Uno. about that. And I don't know if we're having to wrap this up soon or not, but I think this is important. We've found out that when our family gets at odds, for sure, especially me, because I, I like peace. I like to be a peacekeeper. In all honesty, I'd rather be a peacekeeper and just keep the peace than a peacemaker where works through issues and then on the other side, you're actually better. So it has taught me, and I'm talking like a couple years ago, we went out of state at Christmas time and it was like the worst Christmas, not the Christmas was, but we left the day after and I swear we fought for the whole week we were gone. And I just remember being devastated as a parent. Well, let me see, two years ago, my kids would have been 13-ish or 14 and 15. No, 13 and, I don't know, 13 and 14. They were a couple years younger. And I didn't realize we were in the mode of, I'm a teenager now, which means I'm almost an adult. But they had just reached that at that point. And it was like World War II. Like they were pushing back at us. They were mean to each other. They were rude to us. Anything Sean and I wanted to do at home or on the trip was an automatic no. All of it, we kept yelling at them, you're ungrateful, you're ungrateful. I'm kind of glad we went through that two years ago when we were just cooped up for a week because I have learned. And then last summer when we went on a trip, it was kind of like that, but a little better. And like, I thought, what's wrong with our family? And they started saying things in that two years ago, you know, they started saying things like, we can never spend time together. Look what happens when we do this. And it was making me feel like, yeah, our family has issues. And now, Yes, we can spread out in the house, but now we've walked through that a bit that I've realized we've always gotten better every time we, we were at odds. So even down to a board game, like I used to say we can't play board games because it'll end up in a fight. And now I realize that's kind of part of it, that you can't banter with family or with others like you can banter with family. Now you have to be able to shut that off and not in public go, now we're gonna banter all the time everywhere we go because that makes people feel uncomfortable. But around our table, if the four of us are like, losing our mind and they're making fun of me, which happens all the time. And then sometimes that my feelings will get hurt. I'm like, you guys just make, I can take a lot. And then I'll get hurt. And then Sean's just like shaking his head. And then Isaiah's mad because he thinks somebody cheated. Aubrey's, you know, like on her phone, like this is so stupid. And then we're yelling at Aubrey to get off her phone. And like all of that just seems like chaos. But that's also us working through that. That's the thing about family. like we all get over it, we all can talk through it, we all can love each other anyway. And I feel like that sets us up for at the next stage. And when they're out of our house and we don't always see eye to eye, maybe on where they're gonna spend their holidays or what, how they're gonna, they're gonna have their child in a hot tub. Like Sean might be like, don't have the child in the hot tub, it'll drown. And I'll be like, that's natural birth. And my kids, you know, I mean, like we could be going at it, but like we've, we've, gone along the way and we didn't have to kick anybody out of the house, send them to boarding school, ground them for 10 years. We just worked through it. So I think there's even a benefit in working through the board game, you know, debacles, <laughs> right? For sure. 
That's so good, that's so good. And I, I'm sure there's so many people who need to hear mm -hmm. that because they're with their families more yeah. than they ever have been and probably are seeing things they're not used right. to and wondering if they're the only one. That so thinks that's their so family's dysfunctional. No, yeah, all families are gonna, like, not true. oh my gosh, think about if our kids, aren't you grateful, Casey, that like our kids are teenagers, although we have a whole new set of, I feel like <laughs> parenting's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. The hardest thing. But. Yeah. For me, I'm like, oh, I'm glad they're not three and five. Or I'm glad they're oh, not gosh. one and two. And there's people yeah. living that. And look, just because you want to like scream at the top of your lungs or hide in your bathroom doesn't make you a bad mom. You know, right now we're like, I'm a bad mom because my kids have been in their room for eight hours and I actually don't want to go get them out. <laughs> or <laughs> this has been kind of nice, but I need to go talk to them. Or, you know, what's, what am I doing wrong? They don't want to spend time with me. So every stage is different and none yeah. of us are, are alone in this. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Hey, we're gonna just take a quick break. We are back. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We have been talking about what the positives in the new norm have been in our lives as we're, we're all walking through such a different life right now, but there's so much good that's coming out of it. And so I just have one final question for Sunny and for all of you watching and listening, and that's this. What is the first thing you're going to do when the safer at home and some of the restrictions are lifted? What's the first thing you're gonna do? Oh, okay, so I'm excited to look at everybody's comments because I think probably what they say, I'm gonna say, oh, that's even better than what I thought. So Casey, you answer it first, so I also have a couple seconds to think about okay. it because I okay, actually gosh. have a lot. <laughs> I wanna give you one. Um, I for sure, I am going to like have all my friends over in my house or in their house or something. Like I know we can do nice. things like this with Zoom and there's so much great technology that allows us to still stay connected, but there is something so special about physical connection to hug mm -hmm. and um, to touch and just to like see people physically. So I'm really excited about that. I'm also, I had a, a gift certificate for a massage that I could I mm. couldn't get. So for sure, I'm going to get a massage and an adjustment. So smart. <laughs> okay, well, I take all those and raise you, uh, I wanna take spring break. My kids are actually oh, on spring yeah. break right now, except for we're not in the tropical place we had booked, but we got yeah. all of our money back. So I think Sean was actually happy about that. He's like, they'll let us rebook or to get our money back. I want our money back. And I'm like, okay. Oh. So I would like to do spring break. Well, it'll probably be the summertime. So it'll probably be, let's go do what you do in the summer, which would have been similar. So I'm excited to do some warm weather stuff. Even if that's go to Door County and it'd be warm enough to put our feet in the water. Cause we attempted to do that this weekend. And that's oh, so cold. <laughs> like, you know that thing we all do, we go to Door County thinking, <laughs> It's almost summer. I think it's going to be great. It says it's going to be warm. And you get there and you're like frozen and you go, yeah, yep, nope. I came too early. <laughs> so maybe it'll just be going to Door County in a very warm day and all the restaurants would be open rather than what mm -hmm. can we get to eat? And will that gas station let us go inside? But you are so thoughtful and you said be around people. And for sure, I'm missing seeing people, hugging them, um, laughing and spitting on each other because to me, <laughs> You know, when you're really having a great conversation, you're hugging, laughing, spitting, crying, coughing, like it's all kinds of germ sharing. So yes, I'm excited to do that again. <laughs> I love that. I love that, you know, you you talked about planning 
for the future because yeah. there is going to be a yes. post-COVID-19. And so it's really, really good to be intentional and in the moment now, but there's nothing wrong with like planning what, what your future is, what's gonna happen, and really looking forward to that because it gives you something to look forward to as a family. And it probably is, might be a little different than what you would have planned because it's mm -hmm. so easy to take things some things for granted and things mm -hmm. have changed and our lives are different. But what this whole episode was about is different doesn't mean bad. We right. can always find so much good in anything that gets thrown at us. And I think if we could end this episode with people commenting the way in which or the things that they're going to make sure they keep. Like for us, I think we're gonna keep the board games at the end of the dining room table, even when we're not at home all the time, because it's then an easy reminder, we just finished dinner and somebody, if not all three of the four of us, Aubrey never suggested, is like, who wants to play Scrabble? And if that can become something that we not trick ourselves, but we plan ahead, for what things do we wanna keep? Do we wanna plan out and put in the calendar and tell everybody in the family, we're gonna go play football or we're gonna go ride bikes on Saturday at whatever time, because when life gets back to normal or the new normal, will we fall back into our old ways of not putting our family first? So yeah. comment, I'd yeah. love ideas on how you're gonna do that too. We love you, this has been so fun. So much fun. And so thank you so much for joining us and for listening. We hope that today just brought you a little bit of smile, a smile, a little bit of joy to your heart. That's what this is all about. And so we love you guys. We will see you next week for another cheery conversation at the same time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to sunnyhennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week.